WWE-TV New York this week includes an interview with the producer behind legends like DMX, Mary J. Blige, and The Locks. We speak with Hip from XFMS. Welcome to Worldwide Entertainment TV, and I am your New York host, Miss Goldie, and I have the ultimate, ultimate pleasure of interviewing one of my mentors, longtime entrepreneur, trendsetter, Mr. Hip Armstead from XFMS. How are you doing today? Thank you, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here with you. You was chasing the bag. People couldn't even chase at your age. You was, what, 18, 19? No, 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 no. Get correct. I was like 12, 13. And I, and I don't want to say, you know what I'm saying? It's like now that I look back over my life, I started selling drugs because I like clothes. Right. I like to get dressed. And my mother, you know, she couldn't keep up buying me. Like, my mother would probably take us for school shopping and get us five pair of pants, two pair of shoes, a pair of sneakers, and a pair of um, shoes. And you wasn't going to that. school for those five days, and then when she woke me up the next mon Monday to go to school, I said, Ma, I ain't got nothing to wear. She said, boy, you gotta be crazy. So at the age of 12, I got into um, the, I got into the drug game, and I started selling drugs, and I, you know, I regret, you know, everything about it, but it wasn't to harm anybody's family. It was to really, to get fresh and right. I like nice things and jewelry and stuff like that and you know. In the era you came up in, that's what basically people, that was the reason why people sold drugs just because you know they wanted extra money, they wanted to look nice, they wanted to take care of their family, they wanted to take care of their kids, they really didn't want to harm people and like I said you are one of the few people that I can never say caused any harm. So growing up in Yonkers, and I know you was you grew up in Yonkers, but you was in Harlem. You was around. You had you a scooter. You had you a jeep with top off. You was around. So who were some of your influences and why? Well, coming out of Yonkers, I would have to say uh, Trey Harris, uh, Ronald Coop, um, Tommy G. Glover, which is. Um, not, not uh, Tommy G. Tommy G, which is Jadakiss's uncle. Sleep in peace, which, Tommy I, G. Yeah, rest in peace. Jadakiss, I see a lot of uh, Tommy G and him. Right. Now, Tommy G was fly. And, 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 and it's, it's crazy because a lot of people don't like to give props to the people that, you know. That the pioneers that came pioneers. before them. The you know, people that you was watching. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the, the rap cats, they talk about Rich Porter and, you know, the, the guys from Harlem. We was doing the same thing. But right in Yonkers, we had some of the nicest cars. We was getting, you know what I'm saying? We was well, trust and believe. When names like Rich Porter and all of them come up, trust and believe your name, your name could be up in that circle. And not because, I'm not saying not because of the drug dealing, but because of the notoriety, because of the fame. Even though you was from Yonkers, you pulled up in Harlem or yeah, on the yeah, regular, yeah. and they knew who you was. And you jumped out looking fly, smelling like champagne, pop over bay and champagne, and looking fly and doing your thing. And, and you never caused harm to your people. So do you consider yourself to be a role model? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And, and, and just, to, just to shed light on being back then, even though I was a drug dealer, I supplied people with work. Yes, you and did. I was, and, and, and you know, in the beginning, um, I didn't, you know, I was a businessman. So a lot of the cats, I didn't even pay. I walked around with a pen and a pad. I gave them a pack. I said, "What you want? You want the birds, or you want the, the, or the Magic Johnsons?" At the time, you know, Bird and Magic was the only one that had basketball sneakers by Converse. 
and I'll get them a sweatsuit from Harlem from KP Collins on 125th Street. And I'll pay them in clothes. So all the money stayed over this way. And I went on the Neiman Marcus and got them Jabos and them, them fly silk. Oh, you was, you was but, such but, a Jabot man. But I'm blessed to still be, I lived every era. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that, that, that I stand by is the character of my name. Right. It's one thing I never wanted people to say, like, oh, did you see hip man? He, he bad on drugs. Like, you know what I'm saying? You never been on drugs. Yeah, never, never. But the still or, or hip right. you know, he, he signed state. You never did that. I never did that. But I had to I was probably first at sixteen years old, I went down with the Kirk Goodwines and I forgot Kirk Goodwin was a fly one of the fly ones from yes. Yorkers too. And when I did get arrested, selling drugs at 12, 13, 14, I got arrested at 16 years old, and it made the paper. It was like 12 of the biggest drug dealers, and Yonkers was a Halloween suite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The sealed indictments came out, and they came and got me at like at 7 or 6 in the morning. And here I am, locked up with all of the older guys that I love. The real OG. Yeah, the real OG. But I'm the youngest one. Like what I'm doing in this circle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I wound up going to jail. I made bail, and being that I was only 16, I was at, at the time, you know, Yonkers High had transferred us over to Roosevelt. And the teachers loved me and Roosevelt, they all wrote letters. So I wound up getting uh, five years probation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the guys, Kurt, a lot of the guys, they went up north and did their time. So it kind of like changed my whole perspective. It was God's blessing. To see my mom have to come after she told me a lot of the lessons that now I'm in jail and all of the stuff that she was saying which was true. So it's like at that particular time, I changed, when I got out, I changed my, you know what I'm saying, whole way of living. And you definitely did. So beginning with your first professional business venture, what was it and how did you get started? Well, my first um, thing that I did was, like I said, I was always in the fashion. I started my line, Many Styles. And it came from being in jail and me just coming up with, you know, first of all, when I came home, I, had, I wanted to do this uh, thing called hip dog jeans because they called me hip dog, rugged enough to bite, get them. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> you get it? Rugged yeah. enough to bite. Rugged enough to bite, get them. Yeah. That was the jeans yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, but right. I, might, I might redo that, but I started a company called Mini Styles, and at this particular time, we didn't have social media. Right. So I would do like custom suits custom button-ups and I would go to events and I would get my, you know, my likes, you know, now you get likes on Instagram and comments. You would get but your would, likes in, in person. person. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it, it didn't go as, because it cost a lot of money. Now that's some real shit up. he just said. Before social media, he had to go get his likes in person. And that's exactly what he did. Y'all better learn how to go get y'all likes in person. Yeah, but I've, been, fam- I've been famous before. He been but famous. <laughs> but it cost a lot of money. It was costing me a lot of money to get to the fabric because I used to go and pick out the fabric and to have somebody to sew and it, it cost a lot of money. So, you know, I wound up, you know, kind of like leaving it alone. But I started a, a management company in 96. Mm-hmm. Uh, I started uh, managing a guy by the name of Richie Thumbs, right. which was signed to a friend of mine, Darren Dash. He had, um, with Ski Beats, uh, they produced for Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt. Mm-hmm. So. You know, you had Rockefeller and they had Rocker Block. So their first artist was Richie Thumbs, and he was somebody that looked up to me in the community. And right. he came to me and said, Look, man, I want you to be my manager. And that's how I got into the music business like, right. through, through Richie Thumbs. And I shout out to Richie Thumbs 
for giving me a Kodak moment. Shout out to Rich T. So in the music industry, what exactly have you been doing since that moment? Because I mean, I've seen you with the major players. Like one day I've seen you in the skybox with Jay-Z and Beyonce with the Yankee fit and they were like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he in the skybox with Jay-Z and Beyonce with the Yankee video. So tell me some of the people you have worked with, some of the people you have met with, and, and the dealings you have had with the music industry since you entered. Well, being from Yonkers, I was inspired by uh, Mary J. Blige was the first childhood friend that used to like, come to my house and she would sing and you know, a lot of us, you know, not, a lot of people in the house would be like, girl, sit down. Like, but Mary always said, and that's why you gotta speak things into existence, Mary J. Blige always said that she was going to be a star. Yeah. And she did it. You know what I'm saying? She did so it. I wound up going and doing some time on Blue Trial um, for uh, attempted murder, which was broken down to assault in the first degree. And I'm, you know, to, to the audience, I'm no gangster, I'm no violent person. I was just defending myself because, like she said, I used to be fresh. And when you, you know, uh, uh, dress nice, it attracts jealousy and yes, envy. Yes, it does. So these people, they was jealous, and you know they're saying they kind of like came at me on a violent tip first. Right. Which, uh, you know we used to go to a popular spot like called Jackson Hole in the city. Right. They eat burgers every day. Shots and burgers yeah, at Jackson yeah, Hole. Yeah. So I used to do a lot of my meetings at Jackson Hole. So at this particular day, I had my sister and my brother, and they pulled up, and we was coming out, and they pulled the gun out. So it's like they pulled. They didn't shoot or nothing, but they pulled off. So something happened a little later on, you know what I'm saying? And one of the guys got shot, they testified on my blue truck. So when I came home, Mary J. Blige, you remind me, was playing all over the radio. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was inspired by that. And then she put the locks on. Right. Which in return, Jadakiss is someone who gave me my first uh, 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 check in the music business. Mm -hmm. and shout I, and out to I, Shout out to Jadakiss. Jada Kiss gave me my first check. Um, we didn't make his album, but then I connected with DMX and bought him some tracks. Uh, he was on tour, uh, what is it, the Anger Management Tour with Fred Durst. Mm -hmm. And he was in Columbus, Ohio, one of my hometowns, and I flew out, connected with him, I gave him two CDs. He later called me and said he had wrote three songs. So we, would, we did, the, on the Great Depression, we mm -hmm. produced Who We Be, and we right here, which became the first and the second single on Shout DMX's album. Shout out to Dustin album. Adams. Yeah, Dustin Adams was on the hook. Dustin. Yeah, Dustin Adams was on the hook. And, um, you know, shout out to DMX. I appreciate you because was, we was nominated for a Grammy and it went on to sell over a million copies. And you are so amazing and so inspirational. Old school, right. you know, days and um, like this music, this mumble music that we have now, and it's like, I don't really understand it. I don't really respect some of these artists because they don't respect the people that came before them. Before them. And if any other genre, whether it's basketball, the NBA, LeBron is going to respect Allen Iverson or Magic right. Johnson or Larry Bird, and they're going to, you know what I'm saying, they're going to they get They don't them respect props. it. But in the rap game, they, they don't even know, like, somebody, they don't even study, they don't know their, their, their history. Like. No, they don't. They don't They don't have an idea yeah. why they can rap right now. They be like, who? Who's but I um, think cool Mosey? Who's Melly Mel? But it's who's the consumers. It's the consumers, folks, because they pay and they buy into that. Because, you know, you got somebody like your little Yachty. He said that big, he don't see what the big deal is with Biggie Smalls, like, you know what I'm saying? 
Like how little Yachty, like how yeah, you get Yeah, but if it here, wasn't for Biggie Smalls, you wouldn't away, be here. You wouldn't be able to go out and get a hundred thousand or get a, a a deal with Target. You know what I'm saying? Right. He set this yeah, this trend yeah, yeah. and this path for you. And I keep telling hip hop pioneers that I think we should have a hip hop college because in every other genre, you can learn jazz, you can learn classical, you can learn every other thing but hip hop. So I think before we let them be artists, I think you should get some kind of oh, fucking yeah. resume oh, yeah. or degree in hip hop. Yeah, but it's, it's the way that social media is now, it's easy for artists to promote themselves. And if they get a fan base, the radio got it's to over. go. Gotta go, Gotta go with the fan I mean, base. Even with the radio, like a new artist that's trying to break this up, you gotta pay a such twenty five hundred, five thousand, and more just to get your, you know, to get your record broke. You know right. what I'm saying? So it's, you know, it's, it's messed up. But I would like to see hip hop come together. We should be able to have, and uh, we like should a, be able to hold our own. But, but like a hip hop hall of fame. Right. So we can honor. I think they do actually have a hip hop yeah, Hall of Fame coming out because they wanted to make me a New York representative of the hip hop Hall of Fame well, with the that, Zulu that, Nation. That should be nice. That should be good then. Because we should that's that way they could see that run DMC and African Ben Bob yeah. and the people who paved the way the For them to get here, Sylvia Robinson, yeah, yeah. Sugar Hill. Yeah. So you know what, my last question to you is what is your advice to a new artist? Well, uh, my advice to a new artist is get on that internet, that social media, and you know what I'm saying? Go hard. That's what I do. I mean, like, my, 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 my label is XFM. All over the place. Extended I can't wait to get me some extended some family mini styles. All, tell people what that means. We all extended family, and we all got our different styles. We got many styles. You know, you dress the way this person, you know, everybody different. He always been a trendsetter, I'll tell you. So tell people where they can find you at, where they can follow you at, well, how yes. they can get some of that good old production. Follow me on uh, Instagram, H-I-P, hip, X-F-M-S. Hit me on the DM, I'm going to hit you right That's back. It. You want to order something, I got beats, I got music, I got everything. I mean, I got clothes, I got everything. I ain't got no more drugs. <laughs> we ain't drugs. doing that no more, yeah, Phillips. We ain't doing that no more, Hopper. No hey, but this is the new hustle. That's the new hustle. And you know what? I tell a lot of artists that it's the same thing but as I'm the drug game. But I'm paying my employees It's the now. same they're thing as the... They're not getting sweats and uh, sneakers now. It's the same thing as the drug game. It's just a different yeah, product. A so you but, apply your same skills. If you was a good drug dealer in the street, get you some t-shirts But you look shit. at you look at Jay-Z. We, you know, I don't know we got to wrap it up. But you look at Jay-Z. He come from a hustle mentality. He monopolized it. I admire that dude. Him you know and Puff. And a lot Him of people, and Puff played Monopoly. Yeah, Puff too, Puff too, Puff too. But Jay-Z, a lot of people think he's just one of the humblest dudes you, you know what I'm saying, ever meet, man. You know and what he was, put his team on. He got it was his, funny. He I got saw his a same meme. day one people eating. I saw a meme of Jay-Z. He was jumping in the pool, straight face. He was riding a horse, straight face, right? So they was laughing at it like, Jay-Z always got straight feet. Like, he just living his life, though. No, no, but Why y'all sweating him? He no, living no, no, his no, life. Yeah, he living his life, but Jay-Z is a humble dude. And yeah. you got to respect him. He put his team on. And I'll say that one one people. Everybody that was with him in the beginning, whether it's Emery, Tata, uh, Lenny S over there, uh, Jay Brown, the, the whole team, you know what I'm saying? He set the blueprint. Right. And you look at LeBron and the music and the, and the and basketball sports, 
got his team. You right. know what I'm saying? It's the blueprint right. for what Jay did with Rock. And you gotta have your team. You gotta ride with your team. So anybody you want to give shout outs to anything you want to say before we well, wrap I, it up? I just want to let you know. Also, I'm I'm not in the movies right now. I'm working on a documentary of my life, uh, which is going to be told. I want to get an interview from you, which yes. is like an ex marriage that blocks the whole Yonkers. I'm working on the book as well, and hopefully my story will transpire into a movie. Your story is a movie. Your story yeah. been a movie when you got so, here. So, Jay-Z, I know you just did a big deal with the Weinstein Company. So, holla at Shout me. out to the Weinstein Company. I heard they moving a lot of um, scripts around here. I, I, I got people coming to y'all from the Weinstein Company. They just submitted one of my people's scripts to Paramount. Shout out to the Weinstein Company. We coming. We got some we got information for you. Shaka, I got, I got some, 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 some major stuff. <laughs> holla yeah. at your boy. XFM. Shout out to Worldwide Entertainment, XFMS, Hip Dog. And, and thank you, YouTube, Hip for, having me, for yes. giving me this Kodak moment. Definitely shout out to YouTube Space, New York City. That's right.